Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're revisiting our Numenera series, because the Numenera 2 Kickstarter is going to launch this Tuesday. We're returning to the ninth world of far future science fantasy with our extremely patient GM and newly minted Monty Cook employee, Darcy Ross at the helm. To those who don't know, Numenera 2 is a new approach to the original Numenera system. It's not a full new edition, and all of the supplementary material that's been published for Numenera over the years is still going to work with Numenera 2. If you're a diehard Monty Cook fan, it's another must-have. And if you've always been curious about Numenera, it's a great time to hop on board. Before we get to the show, I want to remind everyone that our friends over at the IGDN are funding their 2017 Metatopia Scholarship. Every year, my favorite convention, Metatopia, invites game designers from all over the world to test their newest designs. Attending Metatopia allows designers to play test with the general public and noteworthy peers like Ken Height, Hannah Schaefer, and Jason Morningstar. The IGDN hosts a scholarship to provide new and diverse designers with the opportunity to attend Metatopia. At OneShot, we believe innovation in game design is incredibly important to growing the gaming hobby. That's why, from now until September 22nd, we're matching donations to the Metatopia Scholarship Fund up to $500 total. If you manage to max us out, together we'll be able to send four new designers to Metatopia. You can find a link to the GoFundMe page for the Scholarship Fund in our show notes or on the Indie Game Designer Network social media pages. Coming up this week on the OneShot Twitch stream, we're playing Warda this Tuesday at 7.30pm Central Time, and the Dungeon Dome returns with a murder taking on a new challenger this Wednesday at 8pm Central Time, and on Saturday, the ladies' disdain continue deepening their grudge with the nothing at 12pm Central Time. You can find all of this and more at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. We have a bunch of conventions coming up this November. Metatopia in Morristown, New Jersey, from the 2nd through the 5th, a Catacon in Dayton, Ohio, the 10th through the 12th, and PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the 17th through the 19th. And before we get to the episode, I'd like to take a moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Uh, Robin Gonzalez, thank you. Matt Bullard, thank you. I think it's Ballard. Okay. Um, but I don't know for sure. You say it. Uh, Matt Ballard, thank you. Donald Eldred, thank you. Connor Pagel, thank you. Sarah Miles, thank you. Blake Ryan, thank you. Austin Ellis, thank you. Kyle Perkis, thank you. Mike Duksinski, thank you. Kiai Weiderman, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Say more confidence. Kiai yeah. Weiderman, thank you. Melissa Kerr, thank you. Amanda Morales Pratt, thank you. Ein. Ein with a little corgi <laughs> icon. A little corgi. Thank you. Adam Wurstrom, thank you. Adrian M. Moserab, thank you. Calvin Lindorf. Linfors. Calvin Linfors, thank you. Barack Wiley, thank you. Thanks again to all of our backers for their support. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, a voice that we haven't heard in a little bit, quite a minute. That's Brett Alexander. Hello, everybody. Hey, dude, it's so great to have you back. It is fantastic to be here. Uh, for those who who, who aren't seeing today uh, out there, 
Uh, last time I was here, we were in a different part of James's place, and now he has installed a a full curtain. Yeah, uh, that, that divides dampens. off the room. To yeah, the sound. this is incredible. You've really moved up, Brett. My question to you is: Do you have any plugs that you would like to uh, lay down for our audience? Not, no, not really. I don't Generally have any. speaking, when there are no show plugs to do, what we traditionally like to encourage people to do is any anything you have to do around the house. <laughs> you might want to crowdsource <laughs> labor for. You never know who's going to respond to this sort of thing. I, you know, uh, I had I had some some wall leaking in my Ooh. basement. Oh, that's not good. And I needed to. I I found out that I am what I, I thought was pretty good at mudding for drywall. Mm-hmm. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> uh, after I put the paint on, it's pretty obvious that I I hadn't done that before. All right, so if we got any drywall experts, <laughs> um, sounds like maybe plumbers. Give a shout out. Give give Brett hey. a holler. Hi. Let's move on to our next actor, uh, someone who also I have not had in my presence in a while. That's Alex Manich. Hey, James. Hey, dude. Oh, my God. It feels so good to be in a room I with know. you I was thinking. I was thinking before I came here that it has been a, a, like way too long since I've had a microphone like right in front of my right mouth. directly in front of your face <laughs> uh-huh. do you have any plugs that you would like to uh Shout i should out. have asked this before mm-hmm. we click the record button when is this coming out uh this can be coming out next monday next monday yeah. oh fantastic if you're in chicago for some reason come check out uh my herald team gideon p- performing every wednesday night this september at io theater Free. That's no cash money. Uh, at eight o'clock in the Del Close Theater, uh, we're closing the thing out. We're we're gonna have fun this uh, this month. Oh, that's great. We're closing the thing out. So like uh, you said, eight thirty. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. You have permission if you're seeing Gideon to miss the Dungeon Dome. I'm I'm just giving that to people right now. But if you cannot see Gideon, you do have to watch the Dungeon Dome. Wow, James, real dumb idea scheduling the Dungeon Dome right up against the free Wednesday night show at (laughs) I.O. Yeah. Uh, Surprise, your producers didn't uh, warn you against that. Yeah, yeah, I got to fire them. Can can I reminisce for just one second? Mm Mm-hmm. The, the origins mm-hmm. of when people can't plug something, yeah. our first podcast that we ever did. Yeah, that's the Overshare. The baby. Overshare, which doesn't exist on the web anymore. But I just had this idea moments ago. I'm going to create a very involved ARG <laughs> where I'm going to bury clues to how to find the old episodes Ooh, of the Overshare in code to some really weird website. I like this. Uh, yeah, and well, there's going to be an ARG that I'm building uh, to find old Overshare what episodes. What does ARG stand for? I think it's um, alternate, alternate reality, reality game. game. Yeah. Oh. So, for instance, uh, I, I guess a good example of an ARG would be um, like uh, there's Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go or what? No, like an ARG is Augmented more like reality? Destiny is Destiny had these things outside of the Destiny game where like people would go onto the websites and in the in the whatever the the code yeah. to the website, there would be secret clues to things about 
about the game that sort of happen outside. They're marketing ploys, essentially. It's a, yeah. yeah. Uh, Monty Cook is very good at them. Uh, before we... Can, can I plug some other <laughs> games? Yeah. Destiny really it? needs the help, I yeah, think. Right. Um, let's, let's turn our attention over to that voice that you heard ask that great question moments ago. That's Mike Migdahl. Hey, everybody. That great question came from me. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny is a really great game. <laughs> that I like the three classes and the guns. Yeah, I really like Destiny Tides of Numenera. Um, <laughs> Mike... Uh, do you have any plugs that you would like to lay down for people? Yes, catch uh, catch my one shot network podcast Neo Scum. It is a Shadowrun cyberpunk role playing comedy future fantasy game, and it's a lot of fun. Um, also, I'm on Twitch. I'm trying to get into game uh, streaming more. I'm twitch.tv slash it's Migdal time. I've played like four games and I'm still figuring out how to set my microphone up. But boy, <laughs> when I do, it's going to be a good time. They've been fun. They've been fun sessions to watch. James, uh, you've been watching? I've been watching. I've been out there. Dude, you yeah. got to say something in those comments. I'm not, I can't do it live. I'm always watching the archive video because like I never have time. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah. But hey, dude. if I'm ever there live, you know I'm going to holler at you. You know it. Thank you. Thank you, James. Uh, we. Hey, also, uh, uh, one one thing you can edit this back when I was supposed to talk. I do have a plug. You do have a plug. Wow. Okay, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't. I, so uh, I, I write uh, some sketches for Storefront Gets Sketchy. Uh, they have uh, a show usually about once a month. Uh, well, they have a lot of other shows. To see the Storefront uh, do sketch improv. Um, they also have a cool sort of on-the-spot writing, uh, writer's mm. block, and then they they do that in the Flatiron Building in um, in Wicker Park. Cool. And cool. then the, the sketchy show uh, usually happens between the 13th and the 18th of the month, every month. You won't be able to catch, by the time this comes out, you won't be able to catch September's, but maybe October's. Ooh. I do have an extra plug as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I do have an extra plug I got well. one. I'm on deck. <laughs> I'm on deck. My plug is for, it's this thing you can find it right now. It's called Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. <laughs> oh <my laughs> All right. All right. I'm plugging the warlocks in Destiny. Mm. <laughs> Just the warlocks, though. Hunters, sorry. Before I get around to introducing our last player, I have to say that uh, Matt Pina is not able to make it to this recording session. Uh, you know, he is welcome back anytime that we uh, can actually be in a room with him, and we'll probably have him on future podcasts. But uh, sorry that we missed Matt. I know there are a lot of big Pina fans out there, <laughs> Pina heads. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, but he is not in this particular Numenera. And we'll talk about that in a second. But the big, most important ingredient is Darcy Ross. Hello. It's really good to be back. Darcy, it's so good to have you back. You've, your, your life has changed drastically. Because since... of that episode, I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, as much as I would love to take credit for your massive success and will take credit for your massive success, like it's all on us. First of all, congratulations. You're working for Monty Cook now. Seriously. Uh, yeah, it, it, I'm, I've been full-time for about a month, and it's been awesome. That is mind-blowingly cool. And I'm going to turn everything over to you. You you have the reins now. Okay. I've, I'm seizing control of this mission. And uh, so I'm Darcy Ross. I'm at Darcy L. Ross on Twitter, and I've got my fingers in all sorts of weird projects, but um, I'm... 
I just got hired as Monty Cook Games uh, Community Relations Coordinator. So I'm working with you fans doing cool stream stuff, and I'm working with uh, stores and demo teams and tweeting uh, dumb things that I find really funny. So I've, I've gone mad with power, and uh, it's only taken a month, so that's good. It's weird. To, I haven't been retweeted by you if you're Ooh. finding really funny things to sure? retweet. I'm a hundred percent sure. <laughs> Tweet more about Numenara. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Note taken. Uh, <laughs> excellent. Um, I also work with Contessa, an organization that uh, supports and promotes and highlights people in gaming who are from marginalized groups. So I'm pretty into that. That's kind of my cool. shtick these days. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to be your GM, at, such as it is, such as one can be a GM for this group. So yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be a bit of a challenge. We'll see. It's we'll going to be pretty easy. All right, we're a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we introduce our dream team as their uh, as their characters? All right, I guess I'll start us off. Uh, I am reprising my role as Tanasia, who is oh, and actually the last time we did this. We did our introductions in character. in character. You should uh, do that again. Let's let's keep that pa- pattern going. I am a monk of the Selenium Monastery. We trained under the words of the Dell, honing ourselves in combat and physical performance. I strive to live in each moment and act through instinct and reaction. I, unfortunately, have failed in my oath. I was charged with the care of an augmented named Uraz. He was, generously put, a childlike figure who often got into trouble. Through my own negligence, I used his combat prowess to save someone I once cared for. For that, I have been led astray of my path. A secret personality hidden within the metal flesh of Uraz took hold of his form, and the being I knew, as far as I know, no longer lives. I must find his body and reclaim it, to reclaim my honor as a Selenium monk. I will contend with any Numenera to see that mission complete. Hey, what up? Um, your man Karn here. I, uh, have become kind of a big deal, or I guess a bigger deal, since all of our adventures, uh, have gone far and wide. First of all, my dad went from Duke to Grand Duke. That makes me, uh, I think top duckling under that. And, mm-hmm. uh, from my adventures, uh, they, they wrote a story about me, of course, uh, far and wide being distributed by the press. Uh, they end up they ended up calling it something I, I didn't agree with. I thought it should be called Carner Wins. And uh, they instead wanted to call it Tiger, of course, named after the uh, mythical beast that existed a billion years ago. Uh, some stories say tigers shot lightning. Other stories have them friends with a bear named Pooh. I uh, We've just continued along our journey, uh, me and E., uh, we've visited the uh, the 1.8 billionth running of Burning Man. Uh, I think they lost count and just started adding some zeros, but uh, we had a great time. We had a fantastic time, and uh, honestly, uh, I just can't wait to get back on it. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I did not see you there. I have been deep into my work. Information is so far up there. Oh, but 
I have been oh so busy. Uh, as you know, I am Etolas, an Aeon priest, though my uh, ties to that organization are tenuous at best. Uh, though the information I carry could earn me back into their ranks. Since you have last seen me, I have found so much more information on the street drugs known as Crocodile <laughs> and Grey Death and Flaka. I learned of these drugs at the sacred, long-running, uh, burning man. I met a couple really cool people there. It was truly great. I saw a couple bands that I had not heard of yet, and I made some friends I'll never forget. <laughs> cool. Do I do I just talk into the mic? Okay. Yeah. Well, what's up, everybody? Um, my name is Skyler, and I guess I'm like I'm like the Amber Pope. Um, it's like this really cool thing where I just like run the order of Aeon priests and the Amber Papacy, I guess. Uh, this was just like a summer job, but then I like touched this magical Numenera and now I have like an old man's voice in my head and just like really crazy powers, um, which is cool. But then, you know, I got, like, voted in to be the Pope, and now I have, like, way more responsibility. I was really just trying to have, like, a good summer. Because this is really, like, the only time where I, like, don't have to go to school. And now, like, all of a sudden, all these, like, Aeon priests or whatever are, like, asking me about my opinion about, like, some really scary stuff. I guess I'm going to discern the origins of original and original purpose of Numenera and, you know, just dis <laughs> discover and catalog Numenera and, you know, just like try to teach people how to use Numenera safely or something. But like, I also want to have a great summer and get some chill time in and like, I don't know, maybe talk to some girls. Yeah. I mean, like look to the past because the future is uncertain or something. I don't know. Like may your ciphers never malfunction. These are like just some Aeon Priest things that I heard people say and I've been saying, um, but I got some cool robes and I just have like tons of Numenera. It's really cool. I can turn into a bird. Um, I couldn't do that like four days ago. I can turn into a bird. Um, I've got this thing called the Exo Womb, which is like an egg-shaped device the size of a human. Um, I like don't know what it does. Uh, oh, yeah, my mom and dad, they own a smoothie bar. In downtown Key, I look at Darcy. Key, Key, Key. That's the name of the city in Numenera. <laughs> oh, I should say like real quick. I have like a screen, like a television screen in my tummy, like a Teletubby. <laughs> um, and it's just like always showing like music videos from a forgotten time. Up until like three days ago, I had the head of a baby. But when I touch that rock, I have an, like a normal head now, and it's really cool because like. People don't look at me and call me baby head anymore. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's been really nice. Oh, shit. I just remembered. I've got to go do some Amber Pope stuff. Bye. <laughs> All right. It's been a year since our, our adventurers have seen 
uh, have all been together. So we're going to start in in Key, which is the largest city in the Steadfast, which is kind of the settled land of this far future Earth that is so full of the remnants of all of these technologies of previous civilizations that they seem like magic. So there's magic all around. This is a uh, the city that we're in, Key is a city proper. There are marketplaces. There are um, kind of airships that take you from one distant part of it to another. There is the floating uh, home base of the Aeon priests called uh, Ducal. And that is where uh, the Aeon papacy is sort of held. It's where there are libraries for and cataloging areas of the Aeon priests for Numenera. Numenera is the name for the, the magical objects of the past. And so we're going to find ourselves, I think, in a room uh, where our, our lovely Amber Pope, Skylar, is learning about uh, his new responsibilities. It's the morning of the first day of Safe Haven. These are the last days of summer. It's right before the new year. So it's right before the new year. So you basically have three days where in the ninth world, these are kind of the, the tail end of the days of the year. And this is a time of forgiveness and thinking about what you've done for the year and, and kind of looking to turn over a new leaf with the people you're around. Um, it's common practice to give gifts or do kindness for, for people you may have wronged. There's also a lot of revelry and kind of uh, really messy parties that happen. There's a gala. A lot of cool bands in the area are going to be having gigs and uh, throwing really all through the night uh, ragers. Some people don't sleep for the whole three days of Safe Haven. Yeah, and some um, people don't get invited to any parties. Yeah, th- those people uh, must be pretty sad. It's it's pretty tough. But you, uh, on this on this lovely day one of Safe Haven, you're kind of stuck with these stuffy older Aeon priests in their elaborate yellow robes. You're in kind of a hearing chamber. There's a there's some chairs uh, of sort of the important people on one end of this great hall, and there are um, there's sort of a line of people coming up to petition you for problems. They're asking you to solve their problems. This is sort of your talk to the people kind of day. Um, and because the Amber Papacy is basically all that's keeping together. The the warring countries of the steadfast you're, yeah. you're kind of like you know the emperor too so it's kind of a big responsibility cool yeah that's super cool okay uh like skylar's looking super uncomfortable mm-hmm. sitting on this like dais in like these huge very like almost comically large golden silk robes and he's like sitting crisscross applesauce um, and he's like, has like a fidget spinner in his hand that he doesn't know is a fidget spinner. He calls it a Skylar spinner. Um, and he's just like spinning it and listening to, I guess, probably an old man talk or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. The, the petitioner you have right now is actually, uh, it, it's an old man, but his body sort of bifurcates in the chest. And so there's sort of a second pair of shoulders and a head. And so this, this old man is starting to, to rant at you in one way and then the other head interrupts. And so it's just going on forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like going on super long. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Italas, so you've recently returned to the city of Key. Uh, you and Karner are post post uh, burning man are you in here have you guys met up yet or have you not uh are you about to come onto the scene i think we're standing in the shadows watching as the young man handles his new responsibilities to see how he handles it <clears throat> excellent cool. so this old man is is telling you in in kind of a a weird falsetto voice some some horrible uh tragedy has befallen him because of the iron wind that sweeps through and and materially changes everything it touches uh and he's saying um 
my, my whole land is uh, is beset by the iron wind. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Oh my god. That like super sucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no. Like, hold on. So this, like, yeah. Look, I know about the iron wind. Okay. You just gotta live, laugh, and love, and like never stop trying your best. I like look over to like one of the old like mm-hmm. Aeon priests next to me. And I'm like, Am I, is this good? Uh, they're all stone faced, uh, and several, most of them have masks on, so you can't even see their expressions, and they 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 don't respond to you. They're left. They're leaving you to your to your ways. Uh, oh, 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 um, because like it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. <laughs> And like even if it's even if it's raining, sometimes that's how you get a rainbow. So um like I'm like seventeen years old and I just became this guy and like I don't know what you want me One to of tell the you. Like, priests holds up two fingers in a in a sort of uh practiced motion. Uh and the, the increasingly angry petitioner Like, why are you so um, mad at me? Like seriously, I'm just a kid and like if you want like to know where a good spot to get a new Monero burger is, like, oh my god. It's at that moment you've gotta that go to chats. The petitioner is uh is dematerialized mid uh grimace and mid uh sort of contortion of their faces and your next petitioner walks up what the hell where did that guy go uh one of the Aeon priests uh mutters uh you did a, you did a fine job there skylar what's his name uh his name is uh gregorin uh gregorin oh cool i'm gonna call him stretch because he's tall <laughs> thanks stretch <laughs> who's his next petitioner and in enters a young woman uh, who stands over six feet tall. Her entire body is covered in tough muscles. She's also covered head to toe in weapons. Uh, she's got swords, spears, knives all over her body. Um, and she has tattoos running up and down her arms. Uh, her hair is done up in two stylized tight buns. Uh, and she has a bit... Uh, odds and ends of Numenera uh, st- stuffed in there. She carries a very solemn and serious expression on her face. Uh, she doesn't make eye contact with you. She stares right below you as she sort of uh, regards you um, with the ultimate sort of supplicating authority. She stands in front of you and then drops to a single knee to kneel down. In the uh, silence that's that exists right now, Skyler takes like a super big slurp out of this like soda that he has. It's like Numenera soda. It's not like the soda that you know. It's like soda a billion years in the future. He takes a big slurp and goes, Yay da say, which is like the uh, Aeon priest greeting to a fellow enlightened person. Mm. Not that you're enlightened, but Skyler doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tanasia says, I am honored, Amber Pope. That you have granted me the privilege of being in your presence. Pause for a moment. Uh, y- your your words are not coming through your mouth, uh, so you can't hear it. And uh, and you remember that you have to uh, sort of give a, an elaborate um, ritual with your left hand to sort of uh, allow the, the the volume to come back on. Oh uh, my God! One of the Numeneras that like made it is motion controls. <laughs> That sucks. I'm sorry, the future. It's real shitty, though. Skylar does like a hang loose hand motion, and it 
It's not quite the hand motion, but it, it gets w- like super loud for a second. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Chill. Yeah. It's, okay. That's better. Oh, sorry about that. Numenera. <laughs> Numenera. <laughs> I am a Selenium monk. I have reached the combat rank of 5B. I am on a touring company and was hired out as a bodyguard for a young man who was heavily augmented. And over the course of my travels, I have learned disturbing information that I believe the Aeon Priesthood must know about and can reach your ears and only your ears. Uh This sounds like this is going to be like kind of bad news. This could indeed, Amber Pope. I have no idea how many people who could be within your walls may not be able to be trusted. This is when I'm offering you a GM intrusion. So I'm offering you two experience points, which you can use to re-roll any die roll. I- I'm stealing a bit of narrative control, or I'm pulling the thing in a direction. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> and so you get to keep one and give one to a friend. Um, so who are you giving it to? There I give one go. to Carner. There yeah. we go. Go Carner. You. you seize upon this, even with so little information, you seize upon this as your moment to break free from your uh, mentors and the people who are trying to schedule your every day by playing this up as a very important matter that yeah. only you can take on. And uh, and there have been rumors um, around the keep and around the uh, the whole city, actually, that there are, you know, these shady forces at work that are p- trying to bring down the Aeon Priesthood. There's the Convergence, which uh, thinks to only keep Numenera for themselves and don't think the Aeon Priest should control it. Uh, there is the, the Gaians to the north on which you are waging a holy war that you know basically nothing about. Uh, so there are all sorts of political reasons you may need to keep your things very secret. And this might be your ticket to three free days of safe haven before you're really uh, stuck. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I like look at like like the old people who are on either side of me with like their big hats and whatnot, probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They got huge hats. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, this sounds really bad. And (laughs) I think, you know, being the Amber Pope and all, I think I'm going to have to like talk to this person in private because like, I don't know, like, what if you guys are traitors? Uh, Gregorin, uh, Stretch, of course, takes his mask off that's constantly sort of undulating to show different expressions, but not his own. And he takes it off and he's got kind of a, a pockmarked face. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's sneering at you, uh, what do you think you're doing? We have three days to prepare for the ceremony. And I guess I'm preparing, Stretch. Maybe you could take a note. It seems like there's going to be another word, but there's not. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Uh, your Holiness, I, I I cannot express how grateful I am that you would seek audience with me. Uh, I I will make it worth your time. I swear. Are they? Are, are is the is the the room clearing? Uh, the petitioners are are clearing. They're sort of being told by uh, by underlings and by these large oblong gray floating like bits of metal that are sort of the protectorate of this city. They're sort of the zev. They're the um. And so they're sort of motioning for all the petitioners to leave uh the lower ranking and priests have left but uh the, the couple upper ones are tr- are trying to fight you on this so what are you going to do to try to get out of it i'm going to confidently just like stride off the dais and nice. be like follow me and we walk and talk and <laughs> uh i like we've got the west wing camera following yeah you. i yeah. cast up a hand and it creates like a physical barrier behind uh myself and tennessee 
Tennessee Williams? Is that your last name? Uh, in the Selenium Monastery, we, we forfeit the last names to create what we call a company. We all have the last name Selenium. Okay, cool. I, I would like to be able to follow them. Yeah, uh, you were through, in the wings, so right, you didn't I'm, get stopped by the wall of force that suddenly appeared in front of uh, all of the. Okay, so the we mentors. can. So there's like a way that we can kind of get get through. You're walking toward the hallway. That, do they uh, know that we're? Do, does he know that? Uh, does Skylar know or recognize that I'm in the wings? Not that I know of. Do you? Do is there a reason you would notice them? Uh, no. So, I'm just like trying to get to another room because like I just kind of want to chill. This has been like such a long day, and like <laughs> this other room has got a table of snacks for the Pope. And your legs asleep from sitting uh, the way you were. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> My legs are asleep. <laughs> I, I would like to sneak in with Carner if you're so. Yeah, I, for, I turn to sure. Carner and tell me how you guys look. Yeah. So, so there are two figures skulking in the background who are about to turn and follow uh, our Amber Pope here. Despite trying to be incognito, I'm still wearing my Burning Man outfit <laughs> with beautiful white feather knee-high boots and a white feather vest leading to white feather bangles and, of course, my trusty satchel of oddities and my purple hat that makes me smarter for some reason unknown to those not in the know. I turn in my white feathers, always falling off as it was not, <laughs> as it was bought on a budget. I did not update my calendar correctly before the Burning Man and had to quickly toss together my Burning Man outfit. I turn to Connor. This is a conversation we should not miss. I'm still in a sort of stupor. Uh, I've been partying for uh, the, the the safe haven. Uh, but, you know, Eno's best told me to come here. Now here we are. Much like E, I have... Uh, I'm actually still in my Burning Man attire as well, but I'm a pro. I uh, have red hair, of course, as everyone knows. Uh, still, I have under my The Dude Puddle t-shirt, my favorite band... Uh, I have all of my armor on. Uh, ever since we've come back from the last fight, I have embroidered the carn across all of it, and I replaced <laughs> some of my armor with gold and silver pieces as well for the flash, although those are really right now covered in a lot of dust. And uh, also, I uh, even though I'm very good at hiding all of them, I do have all of my weapons on me. Uh, of course, my main weapon, my huge sword, which somehow is not to be seen because I'm so good at hiding it, and my other one that I like to be seen because I had it em em not embroidered, uh, I had it carved with crunch time, is my dagger that's uh, on my right hip. And so, uh, yeah, E, I mean, I totally agree, man. Let's, uh, let's go after it. Connor, before we go, you must promise to keep a low profile. I know that you want to speak to Tanasia. You told me in private while tripping on peyote at Burning Man <laughs> that you do harbor a love most deep for Tanasia, but you must not speak a word. I admit my heart was a flutter, either be 
because of the massive amounts of peyote or because of Tanisea being in the room. But Eno's best. I'll try to keep it on, under wraps. And I feel like we walk We walk into the... Yeah, so you all are walking. Uh, you're kind of shuffling uh, awkwardly behind these two. Um, what, are you, what are you discussing as you're... As you're walking through the hallway, where are you going? Oh, what room? What's yeah. your like safe? You so, know, what's your clubhouse? The Amber Pope, Skyler, has like all of these newfound powers, and he like doesn't know what to do with them. Like he gained these powers like three days ago, <laughs> and he's like still learning all of the cool things he can do. And he like snaps his fingers, and a set of like shimmering stairs appear out of like the mist. Mm-hmm. Like they congeal in their stairs. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And he, like, walks up the stairs. So normally he would have to walk up other stairs to get to this room that's, like, on the second floor of, like, a uh, like an indoor courtyard. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a hot buffet that's always set up for the Amber Pope. Um, and he's going to take advantage of that because, like, normally he has to eat in, like, what's, like, a Aeon Priest in Training called? Do they have, like, a name? What would so that be? Jun- junior Aeon. Acolyte? An Acolyte. Uh, yeah, normally he has to eat in, like, the Acolyte Hall, um, and they, like, don't have, like, great food, uh, but, like, the Ember Pope gets to kind of eat, like, like pizza, surf and turf. Um, do you like, have smoothies? Yeah, well... Because you're... Or do you not like smoothies? Skyler thinks smoothies are lame. He doesn't realize that his parents have, like, an amazing smoothie store, because he's, like, too close <laughs> oh, to it. No. And, like, maybe in 10 years... If he's still alive after this recording, who knows what could happen? I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> then, like, maybe he'll realize, like, what a gem his parents are. Um, but right now, he's in a rough part of his life. Anyway, he's walking up these new stairs, um, talking to Tennessee. Just really, like, hey, right off the bat, like, um, you're, like, really intense. And I, like, really haven't told too many people this, but I'm, like, really fucking scared. Um, Why? Are are there people that you already know that you cannot trust? I know that we have only just met, but I can promise Tanisio will be a swift blade against any of your enemies. No, I'm really, like, scared that I'm going to miss Safe Haven, like, and I'm not even going to, like, kiss a girl. I'm not going to go to one party because I'm, like, the Amber Pope now. And, like, who says I have to be the Amber Pope? Like, a bunch of old guys wearing hats. And, like, now I can't skate? And, like, (laughs) what's that about? You uh, so Tanasia, mm-hmm. um, while while uh, talking herself up as mm-hmm. as this great great person, uh, you see through um, a, a a very tall high window in this kind of courtyard wall. Um, you see a, a dark figure. So it's it's sort of a someone with with their hair pulled back and kind of some kind of furred uh, hood over their head, uh, and you, they kind of come into view briefly, mm-hmm. and they're looking down straight at you and the Amber Pope. Um, and then there's a sort of shimmering effect and, and they're, they're gone. Okay. Would I recognize, would I be able to roll anything to recognize? Yeah, let's give some rolls. So this is going to be some kind of like perception or, uh, or possibly some kind of like lore type type of role. It's pretty difficult though. Um, how long have you been in the city? I probably just arrived. Right. Like I am beelined for right. this. Like I don't know how long the wait period is for mm-hmm. like Amber Pope stuff, but. This was my mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a goal. Oh, and I'm going to give uh, this this bonus XP to to my buddy Itolas. Can I give the one I gave you as a joke back? All right, cool. <laughs> 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 uh, 
cool. So it's going to be a level four task. This means you have to roll a, a 12 or higher on a d20 unless you spend effort or convince your DM that uh, some weird skill or uh, circumstance he- helps you in this case. Yeah, I-, I feel like training I... with the Selenium monks, should, that should be one kind of a backgroundy thing that okay. gives you at least one level. Okay, cool. So I've got one level. I, I will spend some effort. Is mm-hmm. effort one to one or is effort one level? Uh, it's it, you dish it out like a level at a time. So it's three points from your pool of probably intellect minus any edge, which means you're kind of like endurance. You know, you have a lot of endurance or you're good at that skill. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm not. Uh, so I'll take my pool from eight down to five. Uh, and I will say you all kind of advanced a bit. So if you would like to spend two levels of effort on a roll, you can now. It costs three points for your first one and two for the second one. So oh, we'll cool. deal with that as we get to harder rolls. But yeah, so I it's won't... down to level two. Yeah, so I'm, I'm at level two. Hit a six two or right higher now. on that d20. I think I can do that. Oh, I rolled a 16. Didn't even need to do it. Hey, hey. Numenera! <laughs> All right. So um, where did you see this person in, in the last day? So uh, you, they were also kind of, yeah. Well, let me, let me, tell me where you saw them and I'll tell you what they were doing. In this time, like since what went down with Uraz has become kind of paranoid. In the Selenium Monastery, they focus on listening uh, you listen not only to your your scene partner, the the person who's with you, <laughs> but you you listen to the whole world. And the most gifted listeners are supposed to be able to understand the desires and wants of an entire room full of people. And this is the sort of meditative skill that Tanasia has been engaging over the past couple of days. She's taken note of everyone around her. First, she's looking straight up for watchers. If she sees a Philanthus, uh, she is like on guard. She hasn't seen one, I don't mm-hmm. think, but she's convinced herself a couple times mm-hmm. that they're showing up and they're after her. But she did notice this person uh, sort of innocuously and specifically being in the background of different places uh, around the city. Um, and she like, as soon as she noticed a pattern, was like, did I see them in another town, another city? And like, she's been hyper aware. So as soon as she sees like that sort of furred hat, she's mm-hmm. like on edge. So that that hood and previously wh- where you had seen her, she was in the marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, was one of the the several places you've seen her now. She's been she's kind of everywhere in the background. This is a big city and you've traversed a lot of it. Um, Specifically to lose her after a while. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, but you do know that there is this uh, system of in-betweens. There are places you can go, archways that take you to a pretty far distant part of the city. And so this person may have been using in-betweens to sort of catch you or possibly catch something around you. But um, the one thing you do know about her is that um, she's got pretty dark skin. She's got uh, really big, perceptive eyes. They just kind of take everything in. She doesn't seem to blink. Um, and she's gorgeous, it's specifically to you. <laughs> mm. If you're okay with me asserting Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. In the future, everybody's bisexual. Hey, right, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you're very suspicious of her nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you tell your friend here about this person? I move in close to the Amber Pope. I know this must be a lot. I am not familiar with the story of your ascent to the Amber Throne. You are younger than I pictured for an Amber Pope. Tell me, in this place, there must be a place that is secure, that that only your eyes and ears are allowed. If we could go there, believe if there is anyone who can create a secure place, it must be the Amber Pope. 
And if that is not true, I fear all is lost. Yeah, it sounds like you're talking about the Boom Boom Room, which is like, it's like a really chill room. Uh, She grabs your hands and she looks into your eyes and says loud enough for any eavesdroppers to hear, then hurry, you must take me to the Boom Boom Room. (laughs) I was just about to say, you guys are already there. Were were you his camp counselor? Do you remember that? Or or were you, have you, is this the first time you're meeting him? Let's figure it out. Okay. I like to imagine as well that from a distance, it was hard to make out the details Mm -hmm. of Skylar. And like Skylar's all done up in like Queen Amidala makeup. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And like, (laughs) sounds like we got some Star Wars fans listening to the podcast. Uh, Oh, thank you. I just was given $10 by Darcy. Uh, (laughs) Numenera bucks, please. Numenera bucks, excuse me. Some shin. Oh, so that's an intellectual property that Monty Cook is not worried about. (laughs) (laughs) They don't strike me. Is very litigious. up on the uh, on the podcast. <laughs> U.S. currency. <laughs> oh yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> U.S. currency is my favorite intellectual property. <laughs> it's the lore that keeps you coming back. Yeah, um, yeah, man, Andrew Jackson. Get him off of there. Get him off of there. Uh, yeah. So we go like we're going to the boom boom room, and I like snap my fingers again, and I have a skateboard. I snap my fingers again, and there's another skateboard, and I offer it to Tennessee. With your foot, like yeah, I, I like kick flip it over. <laughs> ah, we did train with this in the pibanga form, <laughs> nice. so I am quite familiar with its use. Cool, yeah, we're like skating and it's like sick. There's like a uh, Blink One Eighty Two song that's playing from Skylar's tummy because he has like a sound system and a TV on his. Is there stomach. a slight amount of light coming through too? Or a little bit it- of light is. Is emanating from uh, his tummy and is going through the golden Queen Amidala robes that he has on, and he uh, he there's like a CD player that's like also (laughs) where his belly button should be, and he calls it a seed because they're like seeds and they grow into sounds. Uh, Out of my bag of oddities, I pull uh, instead of like skateboards, I pull those things. That sort of has weird wobble boards <laughs> with a single wheel on each with end. A, with a single wheel on each oh, end. No. Yo, and, e, yeah. throw me a wobble. <laughs> I throw one to Carner and Karn. to myself, and we're wa- we're like we're like doing like big snaking behind them. Yeah. <laughs> we're still trying to be like subtle about it. Yeah. We're stealthy wobble. We're, we're stealthy wobble boarding behind. Uh-huh. Them. That's that's like so Numenera uh, and. We, we come upon this room that, like, has, it, it, like, in big, ornate lettering, it says, The Truth Crucible. And that's crossed out and written in, like, very, like, childish markers, like, the Boom Boom Room. Skylar's, like, renamed this room the Boom Boom Room. Yes. Um, and, like, some people are really mad about that. But you're the Amber Pope, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm still, like, getting used to it, but... <laughs> We like go through the doors and there's like a hot buffet and like some giant love sack beanbag chairs. Uh, super old. Like Is a, there bil- a hot buffet a in every years room. <laughs> there's like, there has to be hot buffets uh, with cool human era food. And there's like, oh my gosh. There's uh, a lot of artisanal beetles, a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of hipster like grub in here. Yeah, a lot of hipster grub and grubs? like grubs, actual <laughs> grubs. <laughs> grubs, absolutely. Yeah, it's the future. But yeah, it's a cool room. There's like a uh, James. What's the brand of this table? Uh, a geek chic. 
there's a geek chic table, like super expensive, nice. uh, but very, very classy and very nice. James maybe can work in something that get get some money from them. Uh, well, <laughs> if they if they hadn't gone out of business like a month, a month ago, ago. in <laughs> the name alone, my gosh. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like a very there's lots of curtains. Yeah, is it immediately apparent why it's the boom boom room? Because there's like a really sick sound system that goes boom, boom, boom. But right boom, now it's all. Yeah, it's a call back to the other ones. Got you. Uh, I listen to them. <laughs> Excellent. So you get there, and this is your—is this like your private space? Is this a? Do you think this is actually secure, or is there an ability you use to keep like prying eyes yeah. and ears out? So there's like a big pile of clothes on the ground that Skylar's been sleeping in. Because he, like, actually hasn't found any, like, bedrooms here. And he, like, doesn't know where he's supposed to sleep. And, like, at the end of the day, people just, like, leave him alone. It's kind of too late to ask at this point. Yeah. And he, like, just playing it off like, yeah, he meant to sleep here. Yeah. He uh, snaps his finger again and, like, does a – oh, he does a dab. And yeah. the room is soundproof. You're so sad about it. I know. I just hate that my mind went to that. Yeah, me uh, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, he does a dab. And the uh, room is soundproofed. And, like, all of the windows, like, shudder. Um, so the entrance yeah, but- at the entrance you see, or perhaps Tadasia sees, mm-hmm. two people, right? Unless you have some way of getting in there. Otherwise. Oh, so we're on the outside? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Unless you unless you want to make me a roll to sneak in well, there before. See, I, you... I mean, I, I was thinking like more of a MacGyver style, like the 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 door is closing and we're closing in on it. Ooh. And I mean, I got speed, so yeah. I'm not yeah. exactly gonna gonna stab yeah. it, but I'm gonna go forward. Can um, it's gonna a... be a level three difficulty, so it's a nine or higher in a d20. Do you have any skills that relate, or do you want to uh, spend some effort to try harder? I do not want to spend effort. Uh, yeah, skills I have running. Is one that of my skills, relevant. although we're actually not running right now. We are wobbling. Uh, and initiative. And initiative. Initiative I will count. So it's down to a level two. Okay, so down to six or higher. Six or higher. 16. That'll boom, do. boom. Okay. Bring it home. So you... you hey guys, every time we elevate it to level two, we roll a 16. So Let's just, just get it. keep a note yeah. on that. I also want to use my psychic powers. Yes. So, such that I'm able to, to sort of like visually remove us from anyone's uh, brain who's in the room. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Like we just don't exist. I'm thinking your hat helps with that, right? Your elaborate Uh, hat? Yeah. Yeah. My my, my purple hat. Yeah. So I want to be able to use like the psychic force, a little bit of concentration just to sort of remove It will require a role as it is non-trivial to do, but uh, it's going to be a level three task. Um, uh, So I have not... So you guys don't have cipher cards, but uh, like you have weird bits of tech. I think you have a weird bit of tech that helps you do this, right? Yes, I do. Uh, so I've got. Uh, so that that's what makes it kind of easy for you. So it's only a three, right? As opposed to pretty freaking hard. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a my hat has those leads. You know those leads that they have in in hospitals that are sort of like they they like EKGs. They measure. Oh your, yeah. It's all over my my nice. brain and sort of functions as as an amplifier uh-huh. of of sort of mental powers. Uh, so I uh, sort of like flip my hat behind uh, my head to to sort of boost those mental powers. Heck yeah. And I'm going to roll a 12. Totally, totally works. Okay, yep. cool. Awesome. So so you, uh, what does that look like when you do that? So you've got this, do, do they like light up when it, when it happens or is it just totally, are you impassive and no one can tell that you're doing that? Or do you kind of like get 
I don't know. What do you look like when that happens? Okay, so my um, my hat sort of uh, like starts like vibrating mm-hmm. uh, a little bit and, and humming in just a, a small. So if like somebody were standing really close, they'd actually be able to hear it. Awesome. Um, but uh, so the Karn over here, or Karn hears it. Yeah, and I'm I'm also trying to wipe him out of their. Brains Ooh, as perfect. Well. Okay, so yep. both of us. That works. Um, and uh, yeah, it just it just sort of has has a brief a, hum, a brief hum, and a, a small vibration, but otherwise almost uh, indistinguishable. Awesome. There's a you know as as the camera's focusing in on you, there's a brief um, like scintillation in some of the 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 scales on the wall, sort of the you know just kind of the wall decorations, but they seem to react somewhat to, to that ability, but. Um, mm. But basically, you guys are in conversation, and it's so brief, you don't notice it, and uh, you continue con- thinking that you are in a perfectly uh, secure environment in the boom room. Boom, 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 boom room. And like, Excuse me. it's like super impressive that he's able to get that, like, get one over on the Amber Pope. Just want the yeah. listeners to understand that it's like it's pretty, a pretty big deal. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty impressed. I am no joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm like still dressed up like Queen Amidala, and oh, uh, Tennessee is like about to like yeah spew like her the mission. Pol- yeah. She looks like she's ready to explode. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, you gotta see this. I like I went through like this back room and this like. What's this building called? Uh, this is the the Duke, Duke Hall. The Duke Hall. Like now that I'm the Amber Pope, like I can go into any room, and I like found this egg, and like open the egg up. There's like a little like porthole on the top, and there's like a human baby on the inside. Isn't what? that crazy? What on earth is this? <laughs> Someone told me it's called an exo womb, and like I don't know what it does, but like whose kid is that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a newborn child and I'm like I haven't fed it anything and it's like just been there for like two days. <laughs> this is very impressive. Uh, <laughs> she says, like pushing it aside and like sighing a little bit. As John has sort of resigned herself that she's the only person in the world who's like not a cartoon um (laughs) you're just gonna like put that baby back in the egg i like never open this i think that's the (laughs) safest place for right now Uh, your your holiness is is that your preferred name you can call me skylar or the the chill time king (laughs) <laughs> Skyler's like never there's a bit of uh there's a one of the, your your fancy speaker system pipes in uh amber pope eye of the obelisk uh defender of the steadfast uniter of the monarch's scourge of the and it keeps going on and on and on and then like Skyler snaps and it starts playing c and c dance factory everybody dance now yeah that's a little better there we go um skylar uh <laughs> CNC Music Factory, sorry. I I have become aware of creatures that many call the Watchers, spoken of only in hushed tones in myth and fairy tale. But I have come with grave news that they are beings that are quite real. I have come to know their true name as Philanthus. They have extra-dimensional powers. They are able to enter near any room. They watch. They wait. 
and I do not know the full extent of their intention for us and this world, but I do believe it to be sinister. Mm, does that ring any bells to the Let's... strange intelligent presence that has like found its home in my body? Oh, mm. Cal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it definitely does. And and that, that entity is trying to speak up now. So how does this work for you? So you touch this strange bit of Numenera. There's, is it a voice in your head? Is it something that can speak through you? Um, so, or is it project through your tummy? Yeah. So Skylar's nose starts to bleed as he's trying to like retain his individuality, <laughs> and then like his eyes start glowing and his mouth like starts yes. emitting uh, like this beautiful white light. Um, yeah, and it's and then he's like goes and then his like stomach. Uh, shines through his robes and there's like static and then the uh, this entity Cal who manifests itself by just like being a silver orb mm. that just appears and uh, it's got a face on it too. Yeah, I mean, and, and the, the face is pretty androgynous. Uh, it's it's kind of it's got a little bit of feminine, but it's a little like butch, uh, and it's got like really nice hair. It's it's like it's very specific. It's not it's not the you know kind of wizened old man wise elder that uh is it is usually perceived as but this is um sorry cal calaval right calaval yeah calaval the first amber pope so uh but they they go by cal and they insist you call them such whether or not you do so so ah cal here i'm so glad you let me through hi honey who are you um i uh like her face flushes, seeing like, what is it with everybody in this capital being really attractive? Uh, you get to like, manifest how you want, man. She she like uh, flushes and and goes, I I am Tanasia of the Selenium Monastery. And you got something about the Watchers, huh? We got uh, a couple of Watchers in here. Tanasia like immediately draws <laughs> two swords. <laughs> then they will taste hell. <laughs> And I'll be there to help you. Ooh. And and Carter like gets up, not understanding the uh, reference to him being a watcher. <laughs> right, right. Starts to look around, see everything, and then uh, starts to exclaim, "I think one of them is disguised as the Tamagotchi over there." Um, I uh, I flip my hat <laughs> to the other side to yeah. uh, and and stop concentrating on mm-hmm. uh, amplifying my psychic effects to 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 hide us uh-huh. visually. Uh, so, uh, but that's after he's already spoken. <laughs> spoken, yeah. Um, and like, and it's hard this... to tell where he's coming from because of the music that's coming through through mm-hmm. the dance. Let's dance. Everybody oh, dance it, now. It, it got quiet so that people could talk over oh, it, but it's still like in the background. Okay. Everybody dance. Yeah. So, and that <laughs> is the song that is playing softly uh, as Tanasia turns or whirls around face full of fury, ready to strike down anyone in front of her, and for the first <laughs> time in a year, sees Karner. Karner. She just drops her swords. Tanisia, I, uh... What, 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 what are you, what are you doing here? And Itolas, you are here too? We've been watching and listening the entire time. I would have noticed if you were watching or listening to me. I've I've been very aware of it over the last year. Listen, Ton, we're just uh we're just here to help and you know No, it is time for you to listen, Carter. For the first time in your life, listen to someone who is wiser than you. Listen to me. This is dangerous. 
You are not meant to live this life. I've been listening to the Grand Duke of Duchess my whole life. All Your power. father's power and influence do not count in all circles and all spheres, Carner. You need to be safe. You need to be away from all of this. I feel guilty bringing this child into this horrible mess. Cal speaks up, excuse me? Not you, uh, Cal, Cal kind of lets up slowly on on uh, her their influence uh, over you, so you can kind of respond. It, and so it goes, uh, it goes very faded in the orb that's sort of speaking, and and you're allowed to. The light speak. stops em- <clears throat> emitting from uh, Skylar's mouth, and he's just like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, that's still so crazy." <laughs> Skylar, what have you gotten yourself into? Oh, no. <laughs> I I apologize if it is some sort of breach of honor, but I cannot help but look at Skylar and feel that he is a precious thing that needs to be protected and that the world around us is so sinister and dangerous and something must change. Oh, but you have other things to protect, don't you? The sphere says. Or you did. You're looking for the Watchers, right? Indeed I am. And you're looking for that which they've been following? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know. I know a lot. I am the original Amber Pope after all. Cal. OG. Can I ask you a quick question while you're appearing on my tummy telly? Yeah, we're getting better at this, aren't we? Yeah. What's the deal with that baby? <laughs> Whose baby is that? Thank you. While, Thank while you. they've been talking, I've been tucking the egg baby into my bag of oddities. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Old man, don't take that baby. Wait a second, Mister Eatolos. That's Mister Eater, you <laughs> Skyler. I give him a big. (laughs) Skyler like gives him a hug back, and he recognizes his old like mentee that he had for like one week back when he was like (laughs) just starting out as an Aeon acolyte. And like honestly, you were like the most chill instructor that I had. And like, sure, most of my powers came from touching that magical rock Numenera that like was absorbed into my body. Some people call it a data orb, but like that week was like, it was like really fun. And ultimately, it's about who has the most fun. And you were the best cleanup kicker we've ever put on the camp kickball team. I could never forget you, dude. That was a legendary game. Walk off, kick, run. Against Camp Newman Blum Blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. Those rich kids at Camp Newman Blah Blah. Whoa, whoa. They have all the best Newman era. Nothing is wrong with a little Newman Blah Blah, okay, guys? Whoa, like, what's your story, man? Did you go to Camp Newman Blah Blah when you were a kid a thousand years ago? First of all, Sky, I first thought you was pretty chill. I recognize the power. Also a fan. But hey, man, you can't just be besties with E and all of a sudden think you're better than Newman Blah Blah. <laughs> Look, I went to camp. I went to camp. Um, hold on. Camp Ducal, uh, which is the name of this castle. Thing. I get it, man. And like my parents work at a juice bar that they own. And like it hasn't been easy being Skylar up until I touched that Newman era. That made me like super fucking strong and smart, I guess. And I 
like is the amber pope the real amber pope still like in my tummy right now big old eye rolling yeah big old eye rolling Mm. sorry cal sorry i'm not perfect (laughs) (laughs) yeah has life gotten a lot easier for you yeah skylar it has but like Mm. also harder like you're telling me about these like watchers and yeah let's get back to the watchers okay (laughs) i'll talk to you later carner (laughs) yeah Long story short, you can see my name on my armor. I'm here to kick Watcher ass in Tennessee. I'd love nothing more than to do it with you. I mean, kick the, kick the Watcher, kick the Watcher ass. Not necessarily. Uh, I I understood your original meaning. You know, I understood it. Can we move, Carner? This is important. Can we move on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take the mic, Cal. That's right, Skylar. They have a real will they, won't they vibe. I, this is not important. This is not important. I think, I think it's on the contrary. We are discussing the fate of the ninth world right now. Hold it together. We could be doing both if you'd like. I, the light is starting to emit from my mouth again, which means like the Amber Pope. Like, oh, yeah. Cal wants to talk Cal again. Cal wants to get back. <clears throat> um, 18 people have gone missing in the last 20 hours. The Watchers are back. I I worry that they're here because of you, some interaction with the three of you. You have the 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 potpourri of Watchers about you. The amber potpourri. Ooh, <laughs> you come back. Skylar comes back just to say that, and then immediately his nose starts bleeding again. <laughs> A lot. Boosh. <laughs> it took tremendous mental energy to come back. <laughs> Um, that was a good bit. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for the Watchers, I would suggest you start there. It's possible that it's only uh, one of the many forces that are seeking to overthrow the good thing we have going on in this in this key that I have worked so hard to establish, and I would hope that someone won't come crashing down on me. Are you talking about my mom and dad? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> as oh, I as man. I can't walk around myself, I'd hope that uh, the rest of you will uh, see what either what or who has been taking them. I truly worry that it's the Watchers. Uh, they've only done this once before in my memory. When people went missing, uh, they were able to to rouse a force against which uh, I ultimately failed to uh, defend against. Cal, what happened to the people who were missing? <clears throat> Did you say that? Are you sure you want to know? The people who are missing this time? I mean, like, this time, last time, in the future? I don't know. Uh, well, you see. You see, Skylar. <laughs> um, they were used to create a, a single entity against which I could not defend. I don't need to get into the specifics of how they were used. I think that would perhaps detract from our mission and perhaps our morale. So you want to get morale back up because like, I know something that we could do. I don't know. You guys like to skate. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Numenera 2. In the meantime, if you're looking for more great gaming content, check out Campaign. Campaign is an ongoing Star Wars Edge of the Empire actual play hosted by my best friend, Cat Cool. It's hilarious, charming, and I think it's the best thing that we do. If you like this, I know you will love Campaign. 
As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and because the original call to action I recorded got misplaced, there are now two issues that I want to talk about. The first is healthcare. The GOP has introduced yet another bill to repeal the ACA without a replacement. Thousands of people depend on access to medical care granted to them by the ACA just to live, and millions depend on it for quality of life. You calling your representatives to oppose this bill will help ensure that any changes to health care happen responsibly. The other issue I want to talk about is a bill that was introduced to weaken the Americans with Disabilities Act. The ADA is pretty important to me personally. The ADA is responsible for providing millions of Americans with access to simple things that folks who don't have disabilities take for granted. I grew up with attention deficit disorder and dyslexia, two disabilities that impacted my education throughout my time in school. Although I struggled in my pursuit of education, I was never hit with any insurmountable roadblocks. And that's partially because the ADA allowed me to take extended time on standardized tests. Simply put, without that bill, I am certain I would not be talking to you all today. My disabilities posed obstacles, but they're a far cry from what a lot of other Americans deal with. The ADA influenced my life so profoundly that I cannot imagine the person I would be without it. But the proposed bill, H.R. 620, seeks to weaken the already underenforced law. That is unacceptable. I ask that you join me in standing up for other disabled Americans and calling to oppose this bill. Now, the best way I've found to call my representatives is to use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the numeral five, calls.org. It provided me with this issue summary, contact information for my representatives, and a script to read while I'm on the phone to keep myself on message. Calling can be an intimidating prospect, but it can make a huge difference in the political process. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the Co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who's looking to find a new show, be sure to check out Hello from the Magic Tavern. One day in Chicago, Arnie Niekamp fell through a magical rift behind a Burger King and found himself in a strange magical land called Foon. There, he broadcasts a weekly podcast back to his former dimension, along with his co-hosts Usador, the lighter blue wizard, and Chunt, shapeshifter and talking badger. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at oneshotpodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Because-